Welcome to the Hustle Class Podcast. We have a quick disclaimer. All material presented within Hustle Class LLC is not investment advice, but for educational purposes only. Trading involves risk and you are solely responsible for your investment decisions and assume the entire risk of any trading you choose to undertake. Owners of Hustle Class LLC and its representatives are not registered as security broker dealers or investment advisors, either with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority. Please utilize a registered investment or financial advisor to make any financial decisions. If you choose to invest without seeking advice from such an advisor or entity, then any consequences resulting from your investments are your sole responsibility. By utilizing Hustle Class LLC in our content, you are indicating your consent and agreement to our disclaimer. Welcome everybody to the Hustle Class Podcast. It is your boy Jermaine and we're back at it again with another one. I would like to start by just letting everyone think for a second. You know, think about where you've been, where you're at, where you're headed. Where you've been can sometimes induce depression. Where you're headed can sometimes induce anxiety. Focus on where you are right now and controlling the little things in front of you. Because if you just have the sheer knowledge of not repeating the past, but working towards the future in the present moment, you'll begin to start living that life and fulfilling everything you could ever imagine without the undue stress of the things that happen and the things that might happen. So please, let's focus on today. Let's put our best feet forward. Let's do the best that we can. And as time progresses, things should head in the direction that we're working towards, right? Because if you're focused on today and you're working in today, you should be headed somewhere in the long run. I would like to, you know, wish everybody a great week. I hope you have a great um, rest of your week. We know we're halfway through. Um, and that you'll have peace, happiness, rest, motivation, um, discipline, um, perseverance, um, yeah, to achieve everything that you would like to, whether you want to achieve rest or want to achieve something else that requires a certain amount of work that you'll have to put in. Um, so kind of like what I did last week, um, you know, I went to my motivational playlist. Um, I shuffled. The song that came up was a song by a new, a new artist that I listened to. His name is Larry June. And the song is called Early Bird. And the particular part of it I wanted to share with y'all is, you know, um, there's a part in the song where, you know, he's he's rapping about his experiences, um, you know, hustling and, you know, trying to make ends meet, you know, trying to basically boss up and level up. And um, the line that I have here is when, you know, he says... To live like this, you're going to have to take L's. You're going to have to fall off. You're going to have to bounce back. Have you ever lost it all? $100 to a rack? So, let me repeat that. Right. He said, to live like this, you're going to have to take L's. You're going to have to fall off. You're going to have to bounce back. Have you ever lost it all? $100 to a rack. Oh, not a hundred dollars to a rack, a hundred thousand to a rack. Apologies. So, when you listen to this, right, he starts out saying that, you know, the life that he's living now, which a lot of people might look at as very successful, like, how do I get there? 
Um, you know, sometimes people attribute your success to the moment and don't really consider what it took for you to get there. So, you know, he's reminding people that, hey, you know, to live like this, I had to take L's. So, you know, some people want the glory but don't want the storm that leads to it. And sometimes you need to let them know that. So this is for everybody just to not forget that, you know, it's it's not going to be easy, right? We're going to have some L's within um, in that grind to push things where we want them to go. You know, and then he also says you're going to have to fall off, same as we were just talking about, but you're going to have to bounce back. So even when you're downtrodden by your times, when you do hit those bumpy roads, you have to bounce back. That's the only way you can continue to move up. Like I was saying earlier when I was giving, you know, some warm words, you're going to need to rest and relax. You're going to need to not necessarily take your foot off the gas and not focus on where you're headed, but rejuvenate yourself to strike other blows at life, you know, because life, life got hands, you know what I'm saying? For lack of better words, life has hands. And to be able to compete and to be able to, you know, put up with it, you got to make sure you're getting them hands right. But part of it is being well-rested, you know? That's one thing that always happens in those zombie apocalypse movies. Like, people get worn out. They're so tired. They've been fighting forever. And it's like, you know, by the time they, by the time it gets a certain point, they're so winded. You know, look at a boxing match. Like, you start the fight. Boom, boom. Okay, you're keeping up. You're keeping up. It comes to the point where you just see the hands of the boxers kind of get a little lazy or, you know, they're, they're, they're not moving as quickly. They're breathing a little harder, you know. So I say all that to say that, you know, you need to have them breaks. So don't confuse bouncing back from, okay, like, I don't need to, like, re-strategize. I don't need to, you know, rest myself. I just need to, I fell off, I got to come back, like, right back, you know. Sometimes you need that time to really think about things and to really relax and then to come back stronger mentally, stronger physically, um, stronger in a strategy sense. So, yeah. And then the last one I, I would talk about is, you know, have you ever lost it all, 100000 to a, to a rack, right? A rack is $1,000. And he basically said, you know, he, he went from a hundred k to one k. Um, Now, a lot of people who are listening to this probably haven't taken L's like that, but you've taken L's of sorts monetarily. Um, But one thing that I'll let you know is, when you have the right skills, like anybody who's been listening to this podcast somewhat consistently, you've been getting knowledge, you've been getting words, you've been getting gems, you've been getting understanding. Um, and with that, I mean, even if things should go left, you're well equipped to navigate in in different environments for your own success. Um, you know, just because I lose today in the market doesn't mean I'm going to lose tomorrow. And I know that the foundation of everything that I'm learning, the the balance, once everything is balanced and all is said and done, there's equity. You know, if you use a particular stock strategy that's 88% efficient, you're going to lose 22% of the time, but it's still 88% efficient. So there's going to be, a, when it all balances out, you're going to be up 88%, right? Or you're going to have won 88% of the time, which is more than 50, you know, which is more than your break-even point. So you're going to be in an equitable position. So I say that just so that you know that, um, you know, the skills that you're learning and things like that are the reasons why, you know, you can you you know, this guy who lost it all, hundred thousand dollars to one thousand 
was able to make it back to the point where, you know, he's saying to live like this, you're going to have to take L's. You know, because like now when he says to live like this, I'm assuming that he's made it out of some hard times, meaning 100,000 to 1,000 100, 1, is now not his story. His story is now is now different. He's eating. He's eating now, you know. So just want to encourage people that when you engage in like, you know, some people who listen to this, just if it's their 401ks or if it's real estate or small businesses that they started for themselves or the stock market um, or anything, um, all is not lost just when you lose money because at the end of the day, first things first, money isn't everything, right? But second thing second, if you learn a way that can make you money and you lose that money, chances are the skills you learn to make and you can use that same those same skills to make it back and to even double, triple, quadruple it, right? So have no fear, only hope and faith that you can get the money and you can get the bag. So yeah, that was a nice little intro. Um, if any of you don't like these intros, let me know. I can get right to the point, but I feel like it's a nice way to spice things up. It's a nice thing to add some to add something new to the show. Um, but yeah, now we can talk about what I've been doing. You know, because I love talking about what I've been doing. Because I'm I'm always like a little bit a little step ahead of you know what everybody else is talking about. So if you listen to what I'm doing, I mean you're gonna be ahead of the game. First things first, um, I know I talked about NBA Top Shop and NFTs. So back when I talked about NBA Top Shot and NFTs, I was really only involved in NBA Top Shot. Since then, I actually tried to get involved in more different types of NFTs. Um, you know, NFTs are basically non-fungible tokens. Once again, um, it, they're, they're built upon blockchain so that the creator or purchaser of an NFT, you know, in the form of art, whether it be a painting or a drawing or um, a musical artifact or audio recording, whatever it is, it um, you can track the ownership using blockchain. And that's what makes blockchain really special because, you know, it's um, decentralized. And you can track ownership. So, you know, tracking ownership um, gives it authenticity, right? Because if if we know who exactly bought the Mona Lisa and who exactly they sold it to, nobody else can come up and say this is the real Mona Lisa because we'll know exactly who the owner is and exactly who, you know, they bought from and all that stuff. We'll know that that history through blockchain. Cool thing about NFTs is I was focused on NBA Top Shot, but this is a whole nother world that I haven't even tapped into. And literally, like, people are, are selling albums. I mean, they're selling... Um, holograms they're, they're, they're selling you um an nft which is like a digital representation of art um so you know we all see things on the internet all day memes gifs videos and nft is kind of like um you know copywriting it or just making it more like this person owns this gif or this meme or this whatever it's making things on the internet ownable um and tra and traceable from an ownership perspective um, and, and valuable as well and so with the NFTs, like, um, you know, people have been able to, artists have been starting to make money just putting their art out there, whether, well, no matter what form of art they make, right, because um, of the ownership aspect. And it's really taking off. Um, so just keep doing your research, do your due diligence. It's one of those industries that um, it's so it's so big and it's so explosive right now, especially with um, how crypto is moving up because people are thinking about crypto assets a lot. So that's why people are getting into it. Um, but it's one of those things that, you know, the whole industry is taking off. But let's say five years from now, is everything going to still be popping? So you want to make sure that you're really 
doing your research before you jump in. I can admit I hopped into NBA Top Shot too early. I didn't really understand the landscape. I just kind of hopped into it because, you know, it was buzzing and I felt like, you know, if I got in early, you know, kind of like a stock, right? If a stock, if, you know, if a stock starts buzzing, right, and it's relatively cheap from a price to book standpoint and just a regular stock price standpoint, um, your your barrier of entry is low and your loss potential is also low. So I was just like, you know, if I got into NBA Top Shot at this point, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't have as much to lose as somebody who gets in it later. But as you know, a lot of issues happen with NBA Top Shot here and there, just trying to get people involved and trying to, they're trying to do certain things to monetize the platform, which just makes it difficult. But yeah, you want to make sure you research things before you put your money into it, because otherwise you're going to be like me, where you're going to be like, dang, I got into this too early. Granted, I'm still equitable. And because I got in so early, I had to sort of like learn the landscape. So I know the landscape way better now. Um, but I still feel like I did definitely jump the gun. Um but another thing to think about is I wouldn't have known that I jumped the gun unless I had been in it already. So my situation is the reason why I kind of know that I got into it too early. Because if I didn't have the situation I had, I might have felt like I got in at a perfect time, which is not true. So, um, yeah, there's a whole lot of NFT stuff going on. Um, do your due diligence. Um, make sure you get those crypto wallets booming. I mean, Coinbase. Binance, Voyager, whatever it may be, make sure you're trying to get those um, APR deals, you know, if you hold certain cryptos, um, you know, they pay you a percentage APR as if it's like, you know, putting money in a savings account in a bank or, um, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, they kind of pay you that interest. So I feel like that's kind of cool knowing that you can buy crypto, the crypto itself can appreciate and you can also make money from an APR standpoint. That's solid. So make sure you get your crypto wallets. Um, yeah, um, I've been hearing a lot of talk about um, casinos and, you know, legalization of casinos and stuff like that. And marijuana is something that people are thinking about, le you know, the legalization of. But let's also think about gambling, right? March Madness is approaching. With all the COVID stuff, states have been out of money. They're realizing the need to be in a more digital landscape to make some funds. Um, you know, DraftKings is there, Golden Nuggets is there, um, all these different um, gambling stocks. And even I'm sure there's some gambling ETFs there that you can invest in. Um, so definitely keep that on your radar. Um, you know, keep keep that on your mind. Don't forget about cybersecurity and anything we're doing that's involving tech and the Internet these days, especially with, you know, the whole work from home and all that stuff. Um, cybersecurity is going to be very, very valuable because if data is today's gold and oil and, um, you know, if data is today's oil and, you know, there's there's not not that there's no way to protect it, but it's very difficult to protect that data. Cybersecurity is going to do really well. So I feel like that's something that we can all agree would be a great opportunity for people to secure the bag in, you know, because cyber is it may be overvalued at certain points just because cyber security does fall under tech. Um, and, you know, tech as an industry does its thing sometimes. Right. But I feel like it would be good for people to, you know, make those um, make those strides in investing in those companies um, if they see fit. Um, and to, you know, another thing to talk about, I guess, is, um, you know, the STEMI. So, you know, STEMI season, 
I know a lot of people got their stimulus checks, and a lot of people actually got their stimulus checks at at the same time or around the same time as their tax return. So everybody has loads of money, right? Um, I want to encourage everybody to consider the future. Um, the stuff I'm talking about here is high level. You know, nothing I talk about on here is is sort of like I mean, we we you know, it's it's a podcast, right? It's supposed to be entertaining and informative. But at the same time, this is real life. Like, the stuff I talk about on here and the reason why I'm passionate about it is because I realize how valuable time is and how valuable freedom is. And I know that the current systems that exist in the world and what a lot of us were pushed to in terms of life in general is that, you know, we're just going to, like, basically slave away. And that was going to be our lives. And I feel like there's there's not much happiness and peace enjoying that. And we only have one life. So why not set things up in a way where you can truly enjoy that life that you have, right? Because a lot of people are not listening to this podcast. They're going to let life pass them by. They're not going to get the information. And later on, they're going to be realizing that they wish they'd done a little bit more with their lives. But hopefully everybody who's listening now can start to take advantage of some of the things I'm talking about in here. Start to ask me the questions they need to ask me, do the research they need to do. And carve out that life of freedom for them, right? I was I was following a guy, or I follow a guy on Twitter who has a stock that he's invested in for so long, and it's a dividend stock, and it's literally paying him out $78,000 a year in dividends. Like, his investment in one stock has allowed him to now make a livable income off of investments. So when he wakes up in the morning, and he let's say he has a family, he can be a family man he can work out to his you know to his satisfaction he can volunteer his time to issues and people that need it the most and all types of things with his time because the salary is already taken care of and the way stocks and investments are it's you know it just keeps multiplying so that's 78,000 this year I mean if things go well it could become 80 something thousand a year after you know what I'm saying? And if he keeps investing other assets, or even if, let's say, he keeps a side hustle or a little job on the side, or if he has some residual income from e-commerce businesses or something like that, I mean, he's 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 growing himself rapidly at an exponential rate. Not everything in the world is about money, but understanding our relationship with money and making it so that money can give us that freedom to truly live a fulfilled life the way we want to live it, not the way people dictate for us to live it, is the purpose of it all. Um, so I just want me to make sure everybody's trying to set themselves up or even if you can't do it, I mean, there's nothing better than having something like that for the family you leave. Like, I mean, it could be your kids, it could be your siblings, it could be your nephews, nieces, it could be people you care about in your community. Um, you know, the highest act is to serve. And I just feel like you can serve way more, um, when you have a lot of financial soundness because then instead of you sort of doing, working for a profit, you're working for love for happiness, for enjoyment, for support. Like, you're working for those reasons. Um, so just getting a little bit into my philosophy bag, right? Um, so I I guess I scattered all over the place, but now the thing that I'm currently interested in, right, um, is um, actually, like, flipping and bots. So, you know, I, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm all over the place, as you all know, but I feel like um, I was able to learn so much about the stock market to a certain degree, right? But the thing about learning a lot about the stock market is <clears throat> I learned so much and, you know, took some W's, took some L's. But at the end of the day, I realized that the number one way I could fund my portfolio is to really increase my income. 
um, you know, a steady, a steady, stable income with increased expenses. Right. Because inflation's going up and, um, you know, the needs of, you know, potential family is going up and, you know, rent's going up. Like I was looking at rent and the rent for the place I'm staying at is literally what it's selling out now. What's it, what it's selling at now in the spring is 15 percent higher than what it sold at last summer. And to give everybody context, rent is usually more expensive over the summer because that's a more common time for people to move. So in a so in a in a in a cheaper market, my rent was, you know, at a certain price. And in a no, and in a, in a more expensive market. Sorry, there, there's more people trying to move, so the rents are more expensive over the summers, right? So in a more expensive market, I had a certain price for my rent, and now in a cheaper market technically cheaper right based on like time frame of the year it seems that the rent is worth 15 percent more than it was when i actually got it so all that tells me is come around this summer i'm gonna have to look for a new place to stay at because that 15 percent increase i could just that that that's money for my portfolio that's money for my food that's money you know when you think about budgeting you have to think about everywhere your money goes and pulling from all those places to put it in this other thing you know what i'm saying and you know didn't get that much high of a raise from my job. So it's like, okay, I didn't get that high of a raise. And inflation is on average, what, 3 to 5%. Especially in this plate, in this pandemic where all this money is getting printed, it's probably leaning more towards the 5% side of inflation, maybe more. And rent's going up. You know, rent is the number one killer. Um, or like housing in general is the number one killer of American incomes. Like it just takes all of your money, like literally all of your money, just trying to have a have a decent place over your head right because remember i said decent i could live in a bando somewhere but what good is that going to do me if my if i have all this extra money but i have no safety you know health and life is is first and then the other stuff comes after so i had to make sure i got in a good place where you know i have a safe environment that i can be in and thrive in i don't have to fear for my life or anything like that um so it's yeah it's 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 getting kind of crazy out here right so it's like okay I'm investing, but if all I'm doing is investing and all of my expenses and everything around me is increasing, you know, if if, it's, if I have to eat or if I have to invest, I'm probably going to eat, right? So with that mindset, I've realized, okay, I have all these skills for investing. Great, Jermaine. Keep brushing up on it. Keep doing that. But there needs to come a point where you have to sort of like um, increase your income. And I mean at a, at a high rate. So... Right now, the reason why like I, I got into the flipping and the bots is, you know, to increase my income primarily and also because I feel like I have a good idea of people, you know, human beings and what they like. And I also would love to, under, I guess, further learn what human beings like. So um, there's interesting stuff that you can flip, like, I mean, Hot Wheels. I mean, I'm seeing people flip Hot Wheels cars from like $75 to $150. That's like double what they paid for it. Um, sneakers, flipping um, hype sneakers. Um, I haven't gotten into flipping hype clothing because I'm not really into the hype clothing space yet. Um, hype brands like Kith uh, or Obey, you know, flipping just hype brands. Um, Supreme, Supreme goes crazy with um, some of their collabs with like Nike, um, you know, looking looking for price errors and like Amazon and stuff like that. So you can get stuff for the low, low or for the free ski, you know. So I'm just um, I'm getting into that space, kind of getting knowledge in there. Um, but I haven't left stocks, you know. I'm just I just I just see an opportunity for me to um, increase my income, and me increasing my income is just going to increase my portfolio um, slash help me support some of my expenses, right? 
Um, also, hand in hand with that is also learning new skills so that I can, you know, better line myself up um, from an employee an employee standpoint, so I can demonstrate more value, um, get higher pay or more or more opportunities. Right. So, yeah, that's everything in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> I know this thing kind of went longer than I'd expected, but I'm glad I was able to just let it all, you know, let it all out here. And, you know, all of this is valuable information. Everything that I say in here, I mean, take note of it, like do your own research, do your own due diligence. But I'm just here, you know, I had a conversation with a friend and he's like, sometimes it's like, you know, where do I start? Where do I look? And it's like, that's that's one of the hardest things because it's like, do you want to immerse and drown yourself into things that you don't care about just to make ends meet? Probably not. But if you like the conversations that I have on here and it's like, well, I could play this while I do laundry or while I wash the dishes, I'll just put on Jermaine's hustle class. Like, that's cool because what's going to happen is you're going to get all types of information like, you know what, let me look this up. You know what, let me look this up. This wasn't even on my radar. And for all you know, you might find something you're really interested in or really passionate about. That's going to be another source of income. That's going to be another hustle. That's going to be a way for you to make money and for you to eat. So that's everything in a nutshell. Um, yeah, like I said, DraftKings, um, stocks, spies, I think. Trying to be at all-time highs if it's not, but always be cautious in the market. You know, when people are being greedy, you want to be fearful and vice versa. Um, and at this stage in the game, even though, like, things are looking really good in the market, I would say really, really seek value. Look for companies that are doing well monetarily and are really going to impact people's lives in the next coming years. If you find those two, you know, like you do, um, you know, if you do um, sort of like that little pie chart, I don't know what it's called, the thing we used to do in elementary school where they join two circles together and it has a little middle part. If you find, a, you know, unity between, you know, something that um, has, you know, good financials, and it's also something that is going to really impact or change people's lives within the next five to ten years. I mean, you've struck gold, especially now because it's probably relatively low cost of entry compared to what it's going to be like in five to ten years. Um, so, yeah, um, I love you all and I wish you all the best this week. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's keep the momentum going. We got 289 days left in the year and let's get it. All right. Peace out, y'all.